0: Welcome to Horizon Church. My name's Chris, and I am so glad that you've joined us today for worship as we begin a new message series called Joyful, Patient, Faithful. These words come from the book of Romans, to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. These are words that I've needed in my own life during this season, this season of of uncertainty, of calamity, of just overall fear and anxiety. These are words that I've needed to be joyful, to be patient, to be faithful. Paul writes these words because he knew Christians would face times like this, times of change, of uncertainty, and we would need to be reminded of our calling, of people following after Jesus to be joyful, patient, and faithful. And so today, we're just gonna be focusing on that first one. What does it mean to follow after Jesus and to be joyful in hope, to be joyful, to live lives of joy as we seek and follow after Jesus? This summer, I I really, I hit probably my breaking point one morning We've got three kids at home and it was it's been a it's been a crazy summer and I'm glad that, that schools are open now. And one morning in July, they were gathering for breakfast. I opened the fridge, there's not much left in there. It's it's Friday morning, and I'm just like, I don't know what to feed the kids for breakfast. Like literally, like, here's a bowl of Skittles, like put a little milk in there, here's breakfast. You wanna watch Frozen for the fourth time today? Go for it, here's your iPad. You wanna run around and, and play in the traffic out in front of our house? Like, go for it. Like there was really like a point where I was just like, the kids seem to know what's best and it's gonna make them happy, that'll make me happy. Go for it, right? And these things of eating Skittles for breakfast, playing in traffic, watching the iPad for the fourth hour today, we know that those things aren't ultimately gonna make our kids happy, right? There's gonna come a crash at a time where it's not gonna be helpful. It's not gonna be the healthiest decision. And I, I wanna say that it's only only children that, that make these kind of decisions in their life, right? But it's not, it's not. Adults, we're, we're just as bad, probably even worse, right? About making these kind of decisions about what's really gonna make us happy, what's really gonna make us filled with the kind of joy that we need in our life. We really, we seriously don't have a clue about that. Seri- that right kind of joy in our life, right? Because here's the thing, we we still find ourselves each and every day still broken, still hurting, still searching for what will make us filled with joy. We live lives that that are absent from this kind of joy. Joy is absent from our lives. And so today we're going to be looking at Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a beautiful psalm. And so if you've got a, a Bible nearby, I ask you to go ahead and open it up. If you've got the, the Bible app on your phone and you're watching on your TV, open up the Bible app right now and go to Psalm 119. And we'll be, we start right here at verse one of Psalm 19, 119. And it says, Joyful are people of integrity who follow instru- the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts, who search for them with all their hearts. Right here, right here in in the scriptures, right here in Psalm 119, if you want to be happy, if you want to have joy, listen, listen to God. Follow after Jesus with your whole heart. God says, seek me, seek me with your whole heart. And it's right there that you will find joy. And I, I know what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking, Chris, Chris, that's just that's just complete foolishness, it's, it's nonsense. To follow after God, to, to listen to his laws means there's a lot of rules, there's lots of instructions, there's a lot of that you can do this, you can't do that, and it's just a lot, it's even more stress than I even need in my life. And I, and I get it, I get it, it's tough. And it's probably has he, at times in your life pushed you from God. these these sense of instructions that religion brings. Because here's the thing, you've experienced no joy, no happiness in going to church. You've probably even been around Christians in your life that are all about the rules and the instructions and the laws, and they're no no joy, there is no happiness in their life because they're always worried about the laws and following the right rules. And maybe you've even grown up in a church that, that were terrible examples of what it meant to follow God, to seek God with your whole heart, but here's the thing, God's instructions, God's instructions are freeing. God's instructions bring joy into our lives. Because when we keep reading in Psalm 119, when we keep reading Psalm 119 down to verse 45, it tells us, I will walk around in wide open spaces. I will walk around in wide open spaces because I have pursued your precepts. I have followed your law and I, it has led me into wide open spaces. Wide open spaces, right? And now the only thing you're thinking about is singing wide open spaces. And you're thinking about the Dixie Chicks, now known only as the Chicks. And that's gonna be in, that song is gonna be in your head the rest of the day, right? You can thank me later. All right, wide open spaces. God leads us into wide open spaces. Those are not spaces that can find us to keep us down, to follow rules. Wide open spaces is where we find freedom. We find freedom in following God. And that's why we can have joy when we follow God's laws. This is not simply about rules, this is about seeking God and loving Jesus. Because when we find God in those wide open spaces, we can know God intimately. It's there in those wide open spaces that we can have a relationship with God, we can talk to God, we can begin to understand God. And it's there in those wide open spaces that we have the kind of freedom and joy that God wants to have with us. God wants to be in relationship with us, God doesn't want, to just be an overbearing rules. This is not about overbearing rules. This is about a relationship that frees us to those wide open spaces. Who needs some wide open spaces in their life right now? Because I know I do. Because we have been confined and we need some, some wide open spaces, some freedom to experience the joy that God has for us in this, in this time. So the the second thing that God then invites us to, when we, we have the kind of heart that is wants to be filled with joy, if we go down to the verse 112, go down to verse 112 with me and read this. Verse 112 says, I incline my heart to perform your statutes. I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. I remember back when I was a child, we'd go over to my grandparents' house and they had these two lazy boys, right? And they were, they were awesome. One was like a fake pleather, one was corduroy. They had kind of his and her uh, lazy boys recliners on each side of the, the living room. And I loved it when I was a little kid of going and sitting in the recliners and putting my, my feet up. You'd hit the, the lever, it would kick out the, and I would just lay back and watch TV. And it was the coolest thing ever. We didn't have one at my house. See, here's the thing. The opposite of reclining is to incline. And that's what God's calling us to. God's not calling us to hit the lever and go backwards and fall away and hide out. God's calling us to incline our hearts to him, incline our hearts. And this is not just something that we do once in a while for an hour on Sunday, or we do maybe for a week at a time. This is something that God calls us to do each and every day. Did you hear that? to the end, forever, to the end. God wants us to make this a habit in our life, something that we're gonna do each and every day, to incline our hearts to God, to lift him up, to look up and ask God, you are my source of joy. Where would I be without you today? And so here's the the last thing I want us to to focus on. If we wanna be people of joy, we've gotta know where our hiding place is, where our shield, where our stronghold is. Because here, see in Psalm 119. In verse 114, it says, you are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. To be people full of joy, to have the kind of joy that is filled with hope. We've got to know in advance. We've got to know before calamity strikes, before things change, before there's upheaval in our life, before it all falls apart, where we're going to go to hide out. Where is our shield? Where are we going to go? At the beginning of the summer, I I was doing some studying on the story of Elijah, and Elijah, this prophet in the Old Testament, he's fearful. He's fearful that that Queen Bathsheba is going to kill him, and Elijah goes and hides out, and he runs away from where God had called him to be, and he runs into a cave to hide out, and it's God that goes there and finds him in that cave and goes, Elijah, Elijah, why are you hiding here? Why are you hiding here? I've done some amazing things in your life, and now you're running, you're scared, you're fearful. Why are you hiding out here? And see, God had called him to another place, but yet Elijah goes there to hide. Because see, conflict and calling, where God calls us, is often going to lead us into conflict. They often go together, but yet we've got to know, when that conflict comes. We've got to know where our stronghold, where our refuge is, where our stronghold, where our tower in the battle is going to be. So where are you hiding? Where are you hiding right now? Where are you you confining? Are you like Elijah? Have you ran into a cave to hide out? What are you hiding in? For some of us, I I think the easy answer is blame right now. I know I've been doing it. I've been doing it in my own life. Like Things aren't going well. It's not my fault. It's It's it's, oh, it's, it's hers, it's his, it's my kids, it's my job. It's easy to play the blame game, right? We've all got these destructive thought patterns in our head of where we're hiding out right now. For some of us, we're hiding out in alcohol. We're hiding out in alcohol, we're at home, we're drinking, no one knows that we're struggling right now and hiding out in, our, in alcohol. Or maybe we're, we're just hiding out in, in the pantry and we're eating, we're eating those Skittles every morning for breakfast. And that's given us some comfort. And we're hiding out for God for who God has called us to be right now. Maybe we're hiding out from expectations. We've given ourselves low expectations during this season. I can't do that because I don't have time. I can't do that because there's just too much going on. I can't make this change in my life. And this goes on. And before we know it, we're playing the blame game too, right? We've got low expectations in this season. We're hiding out in that. I can't simply do that because God... I'm not talented enough, I'm not smart enough. We've set those low expectations, we're hiding out in that, but God has called us to something greater than that. God wants to give us joy and hope in this season. God wants to be our shield, because even when change comes, when calamity strikes, God is gonna be with us, and those, those, that shield, that shield not only leads us from the cave, but leads us into those wide open spaces. Because you know, in that story of Elijah, when God, Elijah goes into the cave and says, Elijah, why are you here? God tells him to go to a mountain. Go out completely exposed on top of a mountain, Elijah. Leave this cave. This is not where you're supposed to be. Go out to a, to on top of a mountain because I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your stronghold. And you're, when you, even when everything around you feels like it's falling apart, I'm going to be there. And that's who God is. And so here's the thing. We all want to hide out. We want to hide out. And we think... This this whole thing that God is my stronghold might be a little outdated. Just like we started with. We think we know what's best for our lives. We think we know what's gonna make us happy. And let's be honest, we don't know. We don't really know what's best in our lives. We just wanna keep eating ice cream and Skittles for breakfast instead of looking to the one that's pointing us to what's gonna make us happy. And God, God comes to us as a parent. God comes to us as a loving parent and approaches us, not with condemnation, not with with fear, but God says, I want you to be happy, to listen to me, to trust me, to follow after me with your whole heart. And it's there that you're going to find joy. It's there that you're going to find happiness. And there you're going to find the kind of hope that I want for your life. That's where God's coming to us this morning. And so, If you've never had that kind of hope in your life, I pray for you today. Please accept that kind of hope in your life. We're gonna close here in prayer, and Faith and Adam are gonna sing a song. We're gonna share a song called Another in the Fire. Whatever that calamity is, wherever that storm is rising, wherever you feel like you're in the middle of the fire and you're, you're burning all around you, God is with you right there, wanting to lead you out. Be your strength and be your shield to be that refuge for you may have joy this morning. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you that you are a loving parent, a loving parent that comes alongside us and tells us that we are loved, that tells us we you want the best for us. You want us to experience joy and hope. God, we thank you that, that you don't come with condemnation. You come with praise for us. God, right now in this moment, speak that kind of life into us because we are scared, we're fearful, we're anxious, we're tired. God, and I pray for those right now that are seeking you for the first time. God, open up their hearts and may you move in and fill it with your spirit. Fill it right now. God, I pray for those that are going to be baptized this week that they will continue to be faithful in their call of discipleship, that the joy that they experienced this week will overflow, will flow out of those waters into the world to shine light and ignite the kind of change that you want for us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Have a great week.